0: This is Stop Sucking at Business, episode 4040. It's time to grow your business, stop spinning your wheels, and build the life you deserve. And I'm here to help. My name is Megan Brain. This is Stop Sucking at Business. Hello, my loves. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Megan Brame. I'm an award winning entrepreneur, and I'm here to help you succeed with your small business. So, thank you so much for joining me. Guys, it is finally a beautiful day here in New York City where I'm not stuck to my chair with sweat and grossness and wishing that we had moved upstate already. Today is actually lovely, and maybe I'll even get outside. We'll see. Let's not make any promises, right? First, let's give a big thumbs up, high five, top gun high five to FreshBooks because I've been with them for a month. They're amazing. They're not even sponsoring this podcast, by the way. I just want you to use them because they're baller and I get really excited about things that make my life easier, so I want them to make your life easier too. It's bookkeeping software that just makes life oh, like we've got enough going on, right? We need to stop messing with all the stuff that we shouldn't be doing. So just try fresh books. You can try it for free. Like I said, they're not even a sponsor. I'm just that excited about them. meganbrame.com slash FreshBooks is my link. Give it a shot. I bet you'll love it more than whatever you're doing right now. So before we get started. I want to do a little mini challenge, a wee mini challenge for you. (laughs) Apologies for that horrible Irish accent. (laughs) Oh, brother. So I'm sitting here and I'm waiting for my computer to load GarageBand, which is where how I record my podcasts. And it's taking forever because my poor Mac is about seven years old. She's an old lady now. And, you know, she's on the way out. So I'm sitting here thinking about, oh, this takes forever. (sighs) Something, something has to go right. And then I was thinking, it takes me this long to just open and record the podcast. Thank God I have my podcast editor. So today, here's my little mini challenge for you. Be grateful and be thankful and tell someone you're thankful for them that makes your life just a smidgen easier. Roanne, if you're listening to this, which I hope you are because that's what you do. (laughs) Thank you so much for everything. You've been an amazing person to work with and I'm really thankful that you're here to help me with this podcast. Now it's your turn. Go tell somebody that you're thankful for them. It'll make you feel amazing. It'll make them feel amazing. We'll just all be amazing. So, today, let's talk about two gross subjects, and they are time and money. So, tell me if you've ever been in this scenario you're making a product, or you're a website designer, or you're a blogger, or you are something creative. You do something creative for money, you exchange your creativity, whether it's a physical product blog posts, Instagram post, a website, a PDF, whatever, you have friends or you have family that see you doing this creative thing and they think, oh, I like your creative thing. Can I have it for free? Will you build me a website? Will you make this blog for me? Will you give me your soap and candles for free? And then you're like, you feel gross and you feel weird because yeah, I guess I could give it to you for free, but I worked really hard on this and I spent time or I, I actually spent money creating this. And why is there no value in this conversation? Why do you think it should be free? And Maybe you are a person that is uber generous and you just give everything away for free. Or maybe you're a person that's generous and feels a little weird when people ask you for free stuff, but you just kind of do it to, you know, "Mm, mm, I don't want to have that conversation. So uh, here, just take it fine. Or maybe you're a really good business person that gives people a discount or even makes them pay full price. Because you know that you have value and your time has value. If you are that person, you're amazing. That's incredible. Now, the reason I wanted to talk about this today, and I want to talk about how to get past this and how to overcome this and how to be okay with charging money. The reason I wanted to talk about this is I was listening to this podcast and If you listened a couple episodes ago, I was talking about my blog experiment where I've begun this home decor blog, thebeigehouse.com, just saying, if you're interested, I began this home decor blog with the intention of seeing how many page views I could get. So this was not a hobby per se. It was a passion that I was going to turn into a business and I still am. There's no past tense in it it's still going it's a daily blog and it takes a lot of work so anyways since I'm in this home decor genre for now and maybe going forward we'll see anyways (laughs) Uh, as you've seen once again I don't have any notes I'm just winging it so I'm in this home decor genre And so I'm looking at other home decor blogs and there's this podcast called Young House Love Has a Podcast. And it's a blog called Young House Love and they have a podcast. And so it is aptly named Young House Love Has a Podcast. And it is one episode in particular that I listened to, which is episode number eight. And we will link to it in the show notes. Hat tip to Roanne for doing that. This episode is with three other bloggers lifestyle home bloggers that make a living from their blog and they talk about it quite frankly like they drop numbers and the numbers like at first you're like are you serious are you kidding me like ten thousand dollars for a sponsored post and like did you just kind of decide that maybe you want to be a blogger right now I know, right? But then you get into what actually goes into the posts and how long these people have been doing it, like 2007, 2008. One of them made a comment on like, well, six or seven years ago, it was sidebar ads. How many of us have been doing something day in and day out for six or seven years? Right? So mad respect to these bloggers. And they definitely earn those sponsored posts, just all the work that goes into it. So I definitely recommend checking out that episode. It's good. It's like good juju for you and for me, which is why I wanted to do this episode because I think that a lot of people, when you're creative, and, you know, this is an equal opportunity podcast, but in my own experience, it's more with women that feel this way, where you feel bad Or you feel guilty or like you're doing something wrong, charging for your creative work. Now, maybe that's just because in my own world, I know more women creative entrepreneurs than men. I do know some male entrepreneurs and I've never had a conversation with any of them, I don't think, that had these feelings of guilt of charging for product and charging for service so maybe it's just the women in my life maybe it's more women than men I don't know but it seems to me that there's this stigma of either charging more than you you're like feeling like you have to charge less than you really want to charge right you're like you really want to charge forty bucks for this candle but you really You don't feel like you can justify it, especially when shitty Yankee candle is like 18 bucks and they're really popular. So I guess maybe I should just charge 18. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like a lot of us feel that our time isn't worth as much as we think it should be. And that sucks. Dudes, that sucks. I'm guilty of it too. I have given... Discounts to wholesalers, to flash sales, to blah, 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 when I ran my product based business. And that's one of the reasons that I hated my job because I had to work so much harder. And I, I don't know why we feel that that mindset is a thing. I don't know. It sucks. And I want to talk to you about feeling like your time is valuable and that you should be charging and that you shouldn't be afraid to make money. I know that some of you are bloggers that are listening to this, which is awesome. I'm so glad that I got some of my fellow blogger, female lady, boss, whatever we're calling ourselves now. I'm glad you're here because I think that a lot of us get weird about thinking about sponsored posts, about advertising, or if you're a product-based business, you get weirded out about charging friends money or asking for full value of what you feel your value is on Etsy or on Shopify or on any of those things, right? Sometimes we just feel really weird about it. And I want to be the first person today, hopefully you've heard this before, I want to be the first person today in your earballs to say, stop it. Stop feeling bad about it. I started thebeigehouse.com with the intention of making it a business. It's a hobby. Yeah, I really like home decor and I really like all the stuff that I want to do to our house. But I'm not doing it like I'm putting a lot of time into this and I'm putting a lot of effort into it. And so over time, I should be okay with accepting money in exchange for my time especially if it's beneficial for someone else. So do I sound like, I don't know, a Trump candidate or something like that? I don't think so. I don't think that there's anything wrong with charging for your time if there's a benefit for someone else. Now, that goes with product too. So when we talk about benefit again, we're going to go to product copy. And if you are a student of mine with perfect product copy, then this is really boring for you because you already know this. But when you are creating product copy and you're creating a product, any kind of product, creative, physical, whatever, what is the benefit of it for the buyer? Well, they're going to feel really calm or, well, they're going to feel really great giving this gift, or it made them laugh and it brought them joy, or it's going to help their business by having this website or whatever, whatever your creative thing is, if you can figure out a benefit, then you should get paid for that benefit because your time is valuable, right? That's what I think a lot of us are like, oh, I don't, oh, this is, this feels weird. This makes me uncomfortable. And then you still got to pay your Amex bill. You know what I'm saying? So don't be afraid of money. Don't be afraid to charge for things. And don't feel like you have to apologize for that. We all would love to live in a society where everything is free. And we just get to do whatever we want to do all day. You want to lie in a hammock and do pina coladas all day? Amazing. You want to take pictures all day for free? Go for it but we don't live in that society. We all have bills. We all have responsibilities. We all have houses, homes, apartments, shacks, whatever you're living in, you got to pay for it. Right? And so we need to get away from this mindset of uncomfortableness with money. I'm not saying that you need to make billions of dollars. If you do, I love you. That's amazing. Good for you. And I'm not saying that we should all be crazy capitalists like we're in some 80s business movie. I'm saying let's just be okay with saying my time has value because I have value. Right? Right. Next. Along with time is valuable. Time is a bitch. Right? <laughs> time is annoying because it takes time to get to these levels of where you can charge for value and you can like I'm not saying that you can charge actually maybe I am maybe I am saying that in the beginning you charge less because you don't know as much and then you grow up so to speak and then you can charge more. I did that in my product-based business and I will do that in these businesses as I continue to grow. I'll have a low price because I'm still kind of figuring things out. Like my candles, when I used to make candles, they were, let's say, oh God, I don't even remember. I think my first version of candles, well, oh my God, like then we're going back like 10 years and I can't even remember how much they were, probably weren't more than 10 or 15 bucks a candle and at the end I had candles that were hitting the $50 mark because my knowledge grew, my expertise grew, my scent blending skills grew and same thing with this business. Like started really, let's say reasonable, uh, reasonable. I would say even like crazy discounted with perfect product copy. It was like less than a hundred bucks for that class. And now I don't even know. I don't even, it's more than a hundred bucks. Let's put it that way. And the same thing with my posts. If I ever decide to do sponsored posts or anything like that, like it'll start low because I'm learning and then it'll grow. But the key is the patience of growing. I don't think if you're uncomfortable, With charging value price, charging the value of your time right away, then I don't think there's anything wrong with starting small and then working your way up. As long as you're comfortable realizing that it's going to be hard to convince people that bought low to buy high, unless you can show the benefit of that. Anyways, time sucks because it takes so much time to get from where you are now to where you want to be, right? And that's with anything. That's with making a blog. That's with having a profitable business that lets you leave your day job or support your family or any of that stuff, right? And it takes time. And I want you to remember that everybody started somewhere. You know, like I said, with this that podcast episode I listened to, They've been in this game for like seven years, seven, eight years. And that's why they're charging 10 grand a post for their sponsored posts. That's why who's, who's a hero to you in your industry? How long have they been doing it? I bet if you like stalked them via Instagram, Instagram, or maybe even Facebook, probably Facebook would be better. Like go to their fan page and go back to the start. Go back to as early as you can and I bet you've seen some, you'll see evolution there. You'll see changing course. You'll see different things that make you realize that, yeah, they like haunt your dreams because they're so successful and you feel like you're not, but they weren't always that way. And you won't always be this way either. You just, you've got to give things time Now there's a flip side to that. When you know the boat's sinking and you're still holding on, that's that's a personal choice that you have to make, and there's nothing wrong with that. By the way, if you decide to change course, or jump ship, or any of those things, it's cool. Your life is fluid, and it, it doesn't even matter. Like, don't. I have a friend who wants to leave her business, but. She doesn't want to because people in her industry will talk about it. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I get it. First, I get it. I get that when you're in an industry, it's like the cafeteria at high school, right? Where everybody kind of knows your business and everybody's paying attention. You think, you think everybody's paying attention. People have their own problems to deal with. And, If they're paying attention to you and they notice that you decided to do something else, whatever, those people aren't paying your bills. Who cares? So I get it. I I get that. That did cross my mind when I closed my business of like, oh, there's probably going to be some people that smirk or like, "Mm, she couldn't hack it. Whatever. I don't care. I got other things to do that don't involve those people. So do you. So... If you're deciding to go that course and not give it more time, whatever. You do you, baby. You do you, boo. Don't worry about them. Now, remember that this time part is the shitty part, right? The time part, like charging for your time is uncomfortable if you make it uncomfortable. But giving yourself time sucks. We all want to be successful, next week. And some of us feel like we have to be because, you know, that bill is due soon and rent is due soon. And the cat got to go to the vet. And I get it. But remember that the smart plan is to plan. Oh, God, that's so cheesy, isn't it? Like the smart plan is to plan. Make a plan. That's what I'm trying to say. Make a plan. Don't Just here's how you do it the smart way, right? You start with a goal and let's say it's a year goal and then you go backwards. So my goal is $150,000 in revenue this year. Okay. Well, that is what is that like 12, 13,000 a month, something about that. So how do I do that? How many products do I sell? What products do I create? What kind of fan base do I need? All of those things. Once you start breaking down goals, it helps them be less scary. And helps you realize that being afraid to charge and being afraid to have goals, I guess, like being afraid to do these things sets you off course. I'm like, no. I know that you want my candles for free. That's awesome, I guess. But my time is valuable and I got things to do. I got $150,000 to make. I got to get going. Buy my candle. Support me. Sponsor my blog. Whatever. Whatever you're doing. Pay me for my website that I'm building for you. Whatever. Once you have goals, once you have clearly defined goals, it helps break all of this monotony and it helps break all of these feelings of either inadequacy or impatience. Like I know that so many of us are like, I'm not reaching my goal of $150,000. It's just not, it's August and it's not happening and it's driving me crazy. Well, what did you do for that? What kind of plan did you have? Or did you just say 150,000 and you didn't do anything about it? You just, it was, it's just this thing that's kind of floating around and you're, thinking like the secret and you're just going to visualize. And as long as you visualize rolling around in a bed of $150,000 bills, then life is just going to be sunshine and puppies. No, it doesn't work that way. I get visualization. I get, you know, I am pro Tony Robbins. I love him. He's amazing. By the way, side note, my friend Jared, who was on the show before and I just watched, um, I am not your guru. (gasps) it's amazing. Oh, we were both like, take my money we're going to go to one of his things and talk about our daddy issues or something. (laughs) It's amazing. But so I get why visualization is important, but it cannot be your crutch. You have to act. You have to create plans and you have to act. And that's what helps you keep things in perspective. Like going back to this $150,000 thing. Okay. I gave myself a year to make $150,000 and I haven't done it yet, but Here's all the things that I have done in these past eight months. Holy crap. I've done so much in this past eight months. And side note, I've tracked it. I tracked everything. And now, yeah, I'm not at $150,000, but look how much I've done. As I said before, in many episodes, we feel like nothing's happening because we're in the trenches every day, right? We're always thinking like, oh, this is just taking too long and nothing is happening, but things are happening. So track them, track all of like the little incremental changes. And that's when you start to see how far you've come. So that's my hope for you this week is to one, go listen to that podcast episode. And like I said, we'll link to it. Young House Love has a podcast, episode eight. It's incredible. And it's really good juju for you if you feel like it's weird to charge people or to ask for money for your time or your product. Two, revisit your plan. Whatever plan you had this year, I hope you've had a plan. If you haven't, make a Q4 plan because it's halfway through Q3. So make a Q4 plan or it's, it's almost Q4. What am I talking about? So make a plan, review your plan, and if you haven't done this yet, start tracking just little things. Start tracking every month your social media followers or your Alexa.com reading if you're into that, which I am because I'm a nerd for stats. Or track the total of all the sales you've made in a month, which... P.S. if you've had fresh books, <clears throat> then you would have already done that. But if you haven't, just do a Google spreadsheet of like your sales and where they're coming from. Do a month, like a month total, and then do a year to date total. And I bet you'll be like, holy God, where'd all that money go? Because <laughs> It says it right here, but I don't have that money. Where'd it go? That's what this podcast episode is about. Being okay with money, realizing that you're still killing it, even though you don't feel like it. Because I know you are. Because what do I always say? You're a baller. Thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you next week. Have an amazing week. Get it done. I'll see you later. Oop! wait, one more thing. So I wanted to do a episode about Snapchat because I have no idea about Snapchat. So I wanted to bring somebody on And talk about Snapchat. But Instagram just totally changed the game with Instagram stories. As of like a week ago when this aired. So what do you guys want to hear about? Do you care about Snapchat now? Or do you think like you're just going to focus on Instagram with Instagram stories? Do me a favor and tweet me at MeganPlusCoffee. And let me know. Let me know what you would prefer to learn about. If you want to learn about Instagram stories or Snapchat or... We can even do both. But if you care about Snapchat at all anymore, let me know. I'd love to hear your feedback. Tweet me at MeganPlusCoffee. Let me know. See you later.